Chutzpah Talks. Good morning, good evening, good night, everyone. Hope everybody had a, excuse me, I trust everyone had a happy and safe Thanksgiving with their family or friends or whoever it was that you were able to enjoy the holiday. And if you were working, good for you because I did too. This is a quick follow-up episode on floating for the holidays. I was speaking about my flotation tank experience last year coming into this riding journey. And there was a couple things after listening to my beautiful voice. It sounded horrible. There was a couple corrections, a couple points I didn't really tie close together. Sometimes that happens when you do this and you forget. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, but sometimes you just got to be honest with the people. And speaking of people. I need supporters. I need GoFundMe donors. Dream explorers. Anybody who wants to help a writer keep on keeping on, would you fund a writer? Would you fund a writer? So, Bud here, TK, writer, poet, freelance, self-publishing author, born and raised here in Portland, Oregon. Again, this is a follow-up episode. I want to speak about my flotation tank experience and tie together some of the things that I was talking about in terms of anxiety, depression, and Obviously, this is specifically my journey. A lot of people I've spoken with experience anxiety and depression in different ways. They have different avenues of coping with it or they don't. But it's all relative. The flotation tech experience, just a quick recap, going into the tank the full tank was facing a fear of dark thoughts, floating in Epsom salt, excuse me, uh, a tub of a tank of water full of Epsom salt, where order, balance, and managing disturbances, itches, scratches, and the over management of it, I would say, could cause a disturbance itself. So think about when you're trying to maintain balance in any environment and there is a disturbance, there's always going to be an order to how you manage something. Ask any organization. There are always systems in place. Chaos control. There's beautiful chaos. You can always put it to order. I am that type of individual. 
And after all those vivid visualizations, boxing, speaking to people, doing stuff that I care less to speak about at this point, but the flotation tank really allowed me to speak to that guiding voice inside of me. I might have got it from my father. He was a preacher. Yesterday actually sparks, this is a bit off topic, but very important since I just brought up my dad. He last smiled at me November 28th, 2019, excuse me, 2016. Then he passed a couple weeks later. And when I say he last smiled, it was after the weekend of Thanksgiving 2016. And I don't believe we spent time with him he was actually in the hospital at the time but going into the hospital room after he had went through surgery for other health for many he had several health complications leading up to his years of being in homes I walked into the hospital room it was a Monday and he smiled after a day of my sister and my mom telling me he hadn't even woke up all day. And when I walked into the hospital room, he smiled. I, I Maybe I was smiling, he just smiled back, but it was the last smile. I envisioned him having. And I always think about those days that I was frustrated after he lost his job, this was uh, back in high school. He retired early because of his health complications. And through the years, me in college, I saw his health decline and he wasn't really happy. He didn't care to take care of himself. And it really hit me in ways that reflected on my education, my mentality. So going back to this float tank experience, I started to explore those dark times of me not wanting to help him, whether it was getting out of the bathtub or I was broken inside and not really seeing the benefit of helping someone who was at the time on their way out. Because honestly, I mean, I was coming out of days of me wanting to be on my way out of this life. Because I didn't think I'd reach a point in my life where I'd be speaking to people, inspiring and aiming to discover a past of such dark thoughts. And speaking to people in this journey who have experienced or explored their either dark side or bright side, or one of my new close friends refer to it as a coming to Jesus experience. However, I think that's very, um, that can kind of take you on a religious trip. But the thing is you really learn to explore yourself when you hit points of, I cannot believe I'm here. And I was always asking myself in that float tank, I've actually done it twice. Float tank, was me exploring my inner self with no touch, no smell, no taste, no hearing, no 
now seeing, but black. And my thoughts. And I guess I said, sorry, dad, because I wasn't really there. But the voice, I think I got it from. This is just a, he's my dad, so. (laughs) Preacher's son speaking here. So the visualizations would pass. I was noticing my time in the tank was coming to an end. And what exactly was the takeaway? Well, like I mentioned, there were some points I didn't really conclude with on part one of this float talk, floating over the holidays. You can go check that podcast out, but talks one zero one. But the takeaway from float tank experience one was the people. My dad wanted well for everyone. He wasn't too much of a people person. However, he was. I mean, I say that because I lived with him for the majority of my life. Well, up until I was about 21. I didn't know what this voice was who was speaking to me in this float tank after clearing out the visualizations, noticing where I was and coming to an end of the experience. The voice, however, will conclude with the people again. I say the people because the people are my listeners, my readers. I'm no celebrity. I'm nobody too important, I believe. I don't know. Maybe I will be someday. My point is, on a journey of self-publishing, I'm an indie writer, indie author, self-publishing author, all that good stuff, grassroots, guerrilla publishing will be put to the test in 2020 to promote my books. I'm not working with anyone. But if I had to say who my colleagues are, who my partners are, it's you. It's donors. It's supporters. Working in corporate settings for the better of about seven, eight years. I'd always get stuck on something, whether it was an email or a project that I didn't really know how to close out or deliver to a client. We've all had those moments of, you got to go ask the director or the boss or the leader. Well, in this journey, I don't have any of that, but I have you. And I have myself. Figured if I'm honest in this journey, I'll get enough supporters who inspire me to say, Terrell, TK, Bud, this is not the day we give up. This is the day. You inspire a new person to say, get up and go. How else would I have gotten to a day where I can speak about such events, stories, moments in my life that, I mean, who knows? where I would have been if I wouldn't have made the decision to leave. 
such a great opportunity in aviation and an opportunity to call you the people regardless where you live who you are your religious status your political side who you support I think we all get it confused we've all got this echo chamber of an hallway where let me just take a sip of my tea right quick um Excuse me. Ooh, that was hot. Dang. The people. I'm here for the people. And to close out, there were actually two things that I wanted to close the loop on in terms of what I really meant by working with companies and different organizations because I didn't quite make it clear so hopefully that didn't confuse anyone but I do look forward to work with companies individuals entrepreneurs organizations nonprofits to connect with you all and I know there's a lot of business consultants out there, self-coaching individuals. That's, that's all what I'm for. But when you are a leader in a company and you're dealing with, I hate the word subordinates, but you're dealing with people you lead and there's stress and anxiety they're expressing. And there's really no system in place to deal with that. I've seen it in many companies, turnover, people leave, they come and go. I'm pretty sure they're, they're built for that. And they're built for that quick turnaround to either put someone in or, I mean, I've been in companies where it was just a shit show because someone left for reasons that are never explained. It's never our business anyway, but I mean, I've seen some emails, mass emails go out that you would just question who's your leader. I think a lot of stress and anxiety in the workplace is due to, I mean, there's a lot of things, people not really feeling that they're all in with the direction of the company, they're not really looked up to. I mean, you don't, they don't get it. Some leaders don't get it. They don't get the stress that is put on them and every there's, there's levels to it. So I understand that. I mean, every level in the organization is a stressful level to be on, but are we really, are companies really talking about it? I don't know. I haven't been in companies for a while now. So this is again, me looking from the outside in. So that's that. And just one more thing I wanted to mention. All this talk was, the flotation talk, was written in a three-part series I published on vehicledigest.net. War with God in Black. That was the first piece. And Kali was the second 
war for God, Kali. It's who you're going to war for. So not to confuse readers. I just chipped my read. Damn it. Oh, well. I'm going to still play it. Hopefully, y'all don't get annoyed. But Kali, for those of you who don't know, the Hindu goddess Kali counterpart, Shiva. I'm not religious again. I don't have a practice of religion, but studying a lot of the concepts of ancient belief systems. It was interesting reading up on Kali and the flotation tank had a representation of Kali in that it was a spider because Kali, the goddess is portrayed as a, I think a four or eight armed woman standing over. Um, I, I forget the story. I haven't read it in a while, but she's standing over someone with the head and she's killed someone. And it was a story of correction. If anybody knows the story better than me, feel free to tell it, comment, but after reading up on the representation in what Kali stands for, I named my puppy Kali. So that's where the, that's where my puppy Kali, she's a border Kali Pitbull mix and K-A-L-I Kali. She's named after the Hindu goddess Kali Ma. She's a scary little monster. She kept me up. I was exactly a year ago, all throughout the night, pissing and shitting, excuse my language. But that is what all is a result of two flotation tank experiences. Who can you be in your deepest thoughts? Who are you when breathing hurts? Who are you when you forget to breathe? Who do you call? When the road has no ease, where do you fall when the people aren't there? This is Bud Talks episode 103. Thank you for listening and enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the holidays. Thank you. Have a good morning, good evening, and make it a great night.